This is it, people. This is what you've been waiting for. This is Everyday Celebrity Podcast. The podcast for everyday people with everyday problems trying to find everyday solutions to accomplish everyday goals. Let's start the show. You, 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 you. Welcome to another episode of Everyday Celebrity Podcast. Um, on the heels of a horrific day, uh, we just had the news of Breonna Taylor. You know what I'm saying? No police officers being charged, which is some bullshit. So I just want to give my condolences to the family. And once again, like you always hear on this podcast, uh, fuck Daniel Cameron and fuck uh, the police. But anyway, <laughs> we have a guest today. She is our first international guest from the fashion fashion district of the world to the streets of Oakland. And when I say fashion district of the world, I mean Paris. Welcome, Fatya. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm saying it right, Fatya? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you are from Paris, correct? I am, yeah. I, I was born and raised in France. Born and raised in France? Mm-hmm. But not the city of Paris? Uh, no, I've always worked there, but I've never lived there. Mm-hmm. But it's, it, it wasn't too far, like 30 minutes. What was Paris. the name of the town that you live in? Asher. Asher? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And how, it was 30 minutes from like the actual city of Paris? Yeah. And so, was that? So Paris is just a place you, you know, go to work and party mm-hmm. and so, shop. So uh, do all, I mean, I've been to Paris and that's like the only place that I will live if I move out of the country. Oh really? Yeah, it was it was it's amazing. But um, the the people told me that uh, none of the locals like actually live in in that little circle inside yeah. of Paris. Everyone lives on the outskirts. Yeah, because Paris because is they can't afford it. Like yeah. you know, San Francisco here, mm-hmm. so people live outside Paris. And actually, I like it better uh, outside because it's it's a little more quieter. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. And then you can just go to Paris whenever you want to be there. It's not that far, so mm. makes it convenient. Did you? When did you come to the states? I came uh, the end of um, ninety nine. Ninety nine. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. And what did you come for? Uh, actually, uh, I was unemployed then, and uh, I got laid off, and uh, I wanted to go uh, travel for a year in Southeast Asia, go backpacking. And my younger brother was um, gonna come to uh, to LA, mm-hmm. so I was trying to convince him to come with me, but he was stubborn. So he, he went to LA, and a few days later, um, I followed him to LA. Oh, so he came to the states before you? Yeah, uh-huh. just a few days. Uh-huh. Is he still and in the states? No, he he, he went back to f- uh, home. He didn't like it here. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody and everybody that lives in other countries think, "Oh, America is so beautiful," and then they get here and then they're like, "Oh, this place is 
Well, just as bad. Why the fuck? It was the opposite take for me because I, I never, I didn't want to come here. I, I went to New York and uh, Miami before that on a, on vacation. Mm. So I, I, th- I think I was fine. I didn't want to come back, but I just followed my brother and actually uh, loved San Francisco and Oakland. So I ended up. So staying. you visited San Francisco before you moved here? Like, no. did you visit the Bay actually, Area before you moved? I came on moved? vacation and I. St- end up staying oh you were on vacation and you never went back yeah Ah. what was the first place that you visited in the states when you came to america uh it was miami miami Mm -hmm. how long did you stay there um probably three weeks i don't remember exactly but about three weeks and then went back to paris then went back to france and uh came back uh, to new york uh when was that that was whiteable. Uh, so New York was the second place. Yeah. And then the third time you came back, you stayed. Yeah. Uh, uh, what were you doing in Paris for jobs? What, what I was doing? a sell person in a department store. What department store? Pe- Galerie Lafayette. Huh? Galerie Lafayette. Uh, on, um, you know, the Haussmann Boulevard. That street where all the fancy uh, stores are, like Fendi and Gucci uh, and all that shit? No, that's Champs-Élysées. Okay. But there's like two department stores. It's, it's not far from the Opera. Uh, what's the Opera? Um, opera. At, oh, I'm the saying, Opera. Yeah, opera. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's my accent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's not far from there. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I worked there a few years and I went also work in a department store across the street from it, mm. which is called Printemps. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what was life like growing up for you in Paris? Um, what were, your pa- are you, were your parents married? Yeah, my parents, not anymore, but they were married for a long time. Uh, they both first immigrant, um, first generation immigrant from Algeria. From where? Algeria. Algeria? North Africa. Oh, okay, yeah. And, uh, so growing up, um, how can I say it was, it was fun cause I came, I come from a family of six kids. Mm-hmm. So there was always something going on. Yeah. And, um, and I, I didn't grow up like, uh, I mean, my, my, uh, at home, it was, um, influenced by, uh, my Algerian culture. So I grew up, even though I was in France, I grew up in an Algerian culture. And um, was Algerian culture? So uh, my parents uh, that doesn't practice Muslim religion, but it's um, I will say that uh, that the culture is is. Um, Inspired by it, if I can, if I make yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, there was a lot of thing I wasn't allowed to do growing up. Like what? Uh, as a girl, like, you know, you don't have that much freedom. You can't drink, can't smoke, you can't date. Exactly. <laughs> all of it. But did you sneak and do it? Yes, okay. all of it. And because uh, it was hard growing up, you know, you have French friends and they, they go out, they party, they they're allowed mm-hmm. to do things you, you're not allowed to do. Yeah. So you don't really understand, you know, why. And I mean, you understand why, but you feel like it's not fair. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, so I was doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. And um, 
life was easier for me because I was number five um, out of six kids. And I had two older sisters and I felt like they didn't have the, the freedom I had. But my, pa- my parents will be becoming more tolerant as the, they were spending more time in France. Mm-hmm. So that was a, a little easier for me. And as I got older, like I think at 18, around 18, 20 years old, then because uh, I was still living with my parents then, um, I had more freedom. Because mm-hmm. as, a, uh, as a woman, you're not supposed to leave uh, your parents' house unless you're married to live on your own. And, um, but I did not get married and I left. So all of your, what's the ratio of your siblings? What do you mean? Like how many sisters and brothers? Do you so have? I have, uh, two sisters and three brothers. Yeah. And both of your sisters stayed in the house till they were married? Yes. They got married at an early age. So yes. What's an early age? Tw- 20. 20. Yeah. yeah but they're still married. Uh, one of them, yes. The other one, no. Mm. So divorce is not uh, a big deal? It was, um, like for my parents' generation, but not for our generation, no. Mm-hmm. Even though my parents did get divorced. So where are your parents at now? So my um, my parents are both in, in France. My dad actually went and retired in Algeria. Uh-huh. But he's stuck with the, the because of the COVID-19, mm-hmm. the borders are closed, so he can go back to Algeria right now. So mm-hmm. he's been in France since the lockdown. Well, does he want to go back to Algeria? Yes. Why? <laughs> well, well, he has a wife in Algeria. Your dad? Yes. Uh-huh. He's remarried. So, uh, and then, you know, it, it get, it's been a few years now that he's been living there. So it's just bored that, you know, in France, it doesn't have much to do. What about your mom's? My mom, uh, she don't want to go back to Algeria. She's, uh, she wants to stay in, um, close to her kids because, uh, all my relatives lives in France. I'm the only one here. Mm. Okay. So what, um, what was school like in, uh, in, in your country? So school, so school was right next to my house, like two houses, uh, down, mm-hmm. which was too close. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you know, she's looking at what time you made it home. Uh, you have no excuse to be late or anything. Yeah. And, um, but it was fun. I had a lot of my cousins, uh, going to the same school. And the kids from the, from the neighborhood, from, um, uh, from my culture. So, cause I grew up mostly with, with the, uh, Algerian kids. Uh, it, it was like a whole neighborhood where we are all living very close to each other. Was everybody, uh, was like all the women and, uh, what do you call them where you got to cover your face and all that shit? Uh, were teenagers in your school, uh, dressed like that? No, we, we, I never, even my, my mom, she never wore, cover her head. She uh-huh. never was hijab or anything. Okay. Yeah, we never, and even back in Algeria back then, you, you didn't have to cover that, only your hair, mm. but you didn't have to. That's something that came up later. Mm. I believe after like the nineties. Mm. Okay. So I never had to, uh, to deal with any of that. I was wearing whatever I wanted to. Mm. My parents were, were really open about that. Could wear short, mini skirt, whatever. It so was. So, do you problem. think? Uh, do you think high schools in Paris are like the same as high schools here? 
I don't know because I've never been to school here. Okay. So I I, I would be, wouldn't be able to compare. What was your but, high school like? Uh, high school, I um, I was actually I had a little too much fun in high school, <laughs> and uh, it was it was great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I mean, what did you guys have a prom and basketball no, teams and all that, that shit? No, no, no. We don't have a, like we don't support uh, like our our, um, our teams or anything. It's not a big thing there. Like that's something if you really want to be on a team, you build that outside of school. Uh, it's not really uh, at school. Did you have a boyfriend in high school? Uh, I was a tomboy for a long time, uh. and I was not really interested in uh, having a boyfriend. It was more like I was uh, building a friendship. Mm-hmm. I was more interested of that. And um, so, no, I didn't. It yeah. was a letter. Yeah. Did, uh, what year did you uh, finish high school? Oh, <laughs> I have to do math. <laughs> <laughs> like in the 80s? Yeah. Uh, n- Yes, 80s. 80s, In the okay. 80s. So after high school, what did you do? Did you go to college? I went, uh, yeah, a couple of uh, years, too. In Paris? Yeah. And no, still in the suburb. Uh, but out there in your country, though? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, school was college-free there? It, was, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't really college. It was actually, uh, um, I don't know how you call that here, the schools. They teach you... Um, um, a career. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I was there for four years and it was free. Yes. It's public school. What did you study? Um, fashion and sewing. Okay. Yeah. Have you always been into fashion? Yes. I always loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause that's big. Uh, fashion is like really big out there, right? Uh, yes, it is actually. Yeah. Mm. I remember when I was out there, it was all about, uh, I love the way the women dress in Paris because they wear like fancy yeah, coat, everybody, coats and shit. Yeah. Everybody dress up. Like even if you go and yeah. go buy a baguette, yeah. like, you cannot go out with your pajamas. Uh, everyone's sitting <laughs> like outside just watching people and shit. Yeah. The only bad thing I can say about uh, the people out there is they fucking smoke too much. They smoke yeah, too many yeah, I cigarettes. Agree. I agree. Yeah. It's always in your face. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Even back then, I don't know when you went, but back then, it, it will be, you go to a restaurant, mm-hmm. and it will be no separation. One side of the restaurant is smoking, and the yeah. other one is not smoking, but you're getting, it's smoky everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So, clubs, it was horrible. Mm-hmm. But this is all over, so that's a good thing. What was, but, your, what was your favorite club in Paris? I don't remember the name. We we're going to a few, I mean, we we're not all, we were going, we had like private parties. Well, do having parties, clubbing. It was uh, sometimes challenging because um, they wouldn't let some of my friend in, you know, it's sometimes it was a racial problem. Yeah. And uh, so they will say the girls can get in, but not the guys, which mm-hmm. was stupid. Like you're going to, you know, you're going to come in without your friends. Mm-hmm. So uh, we didn't go out uh, in clubs all the time. Sometimes we're just having parties or you will rent a space and have a party. Mm -hmm. And that was much more fun, I think. 
uh, when you were growing up, do you think you saw more racism in, uh, in your country or do you think there's more racism here in America? I think it's both this, uh, as much, I would say, except that here um, it's way more violent mm. than it is there. Mm. In France, you have uh, often problem of finding a job because of your race or... Um, Yes, you have confrontation with police, but um, people don't get shot like they, they get shot here, you know, randomly. Yeah. I remember when I was in Paris, I was... Uh, you guys have, the, like, the most complicated fucking train uh, system. You think so? Hell yeah. <laughs> if you don't know, because everything is in French and you can't yeah. read anything. There's no and English? It, I never paid fuck, attention. Fuck no. And then there's, like, tunnels within tunnels. Oh, yeah, the tunnels gotta, are horrible. Like, it's, like, it's so confusing. Only thing, the only reason That's I true. made it around is because I was with I was with a girl who was from Paris. Okay. So she uh, she knew what she was doing, but um, when we were getting on the trains, I would see police harassing the black kids. Yeah, they they over there they allowed to uh, to ask you ID for no reason. Yeah, but they didn't. Uh, like I would be walking next to one of the black kids, and the black kids out there are like African. They're like mm-hmm. French yeah. Africans. And then we will be walking like side by side from each other, but they'll grab him and let me go because they know I'm American. Yeah. So they wouldn't fuck with me because they like, because you can tell that I'm a, if I'm walking around Paris, you, even though I'm black, you can tell that I'm a black. You're a tourist. And, yeah. You can, yeah. you can just look at me and tell the difference. I don't know. But uh, they wouldn't fuck with me because I was American. And I, I just noticed that. I was like, yeah, these motherfuckers. Yeah, it happens all the time. Like they, they ask for your ID, then they can search you. You know, mm-hmm. they have the right to do that. Even when you're driving, they can stop you for no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you, uh, when was the last time you went back to, uh, to Paris? I was I mean, there um, in August last year. Mm-hmm. And Has your family ever came out here to visit you? Yeah, a few, a few of them, not everybody. My sister comes uh, pretty often and my niece, they're the one coming uh, in a regular. And um, uh, I, I went there last year, also went to Portugal. I try to like, when I go there, I try to also visit another country. So I feel like I had a vacation because yeah. home is not pretty, you know, it's home. I miss my family a lot. So I have uh, unfortunately I have to choose if I'm going to take a trip or if I'm going to go visit my family mm-hmm. because of the time and uh, the money as well. I can yeah. usually afford to do both. Yeah. So uh so my son and I we we both went last year last summer. Okay. When did you uh did you learn English before you came to the states? I did a little bit at school but uh I I would say most of it uh I've learned here just um in um talking with people yeah i feel like i'm still learning today you know i'm always learning something was your english good when you went to miami for the first time no no i could just you know just enough to get around because i always love to travel so i was always um making effort to try to communicate with people yeah and uh but it wasn't really i I couldn't really have a a whole conversation in english Mm. so when you uh you left paris and when you came to the states, were you uh, when you came to uh, were you in San Francisco or Oakland first? Um, I was staying in San Francisco in a hostel. Okay, and you were on a visa, I believe. 
uh, on, I was on a tourist visa. A tourist visa. And when did that run out? Three What? months. Two months. Are you, <laughs> uh, three I mean, you're good now, right? <laughs> yes, I'm good. Okay. All right. So I can ask you <laughs> immigration questions. <laughs> So how did you become, did you file for like what, citizenship or? Uh, I got married. Oh, you got married? I met, yeah, I met somebody, we uh -huh. got married and had a kid. Mm, okay. How uh, fast did that happen? Um, was maybe, it a real marriage or was this like a marriage? No, no, I it was real. Okay. Yeah, otherwise I wouldn't have a kid with somebody just yeah. for the papers. Yeah. So, uh, but no, it was real. It didn't last long, but it was real. How long did it last? Well, I was with him, let's say, for like maybe two years and a half. Mm -hmm. And I was married for six months. Mm -hmm. Why did you guys break up? It was, an, it was um, I would say it was, uh, there was a culture difference. I uh, always thought that um, being a couple with the two different cultures, that would be, uh, an, uh, an, it would be like, um, I cannot say that word. It, it, it would be teach you something, learn something, or be rich, you know? Yeah. But uh, actually, we did not understand each other. Was he, he was There black, was, right? Yeah. African or uh, just American black? Uh, African-American. Like from Africa? From No, from from here. Oh, okay. And uh, so, so, yeah, we did not understand each other in a lot of uh, points. And So all this started to arise after you guys got married? You didn't know all this shit before you got married? No, because there was also a barren uh, language barrier. Mm -hmm. My English wasn't, uh, I wasn't confident with my English. It wasn't that great. So I think they will think that I, that, that I, may, I may have missed because of that. Yeah. That I could have, you know, uh, seen if my, my English was great. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so it, it, it was just, It, it took a while to, to realize that we're not made for each other. Mm -hmm. I mean, it took a while, yes and no. But uh, <laughs> Did you get uh, pregnant before you got married? Or after? Yes, before. Before? Before, okay. yeah. Is he still involved with the child? Yes. Okay. What's your son's name? Hevis. How old is he? He's 16. Does he speak French? He's bilingual, yeah. Nice. Completely bilingual. That's good. Does he want to go back to, to Paris? No. If he's been there quite a while, because when he was younger, I, I used to send him every summer mm. so he could get some of the culture, of my culture. Mm. So I made sure I, I sent him there. And uh, But after, I think he was 10 years old where he didn't want to go anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. And now he still doesn't want to go. I'm trying to have him go to college there because it's cheaper or free. Yeah, he's crazy if he doesn't want to. And, uh, and all the girls would be on him. That too. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't want to talk with him about that. <laughs> all right, so you... Um, Excuse me. You came here, uh, and then what were you doing for... Well, how fast did you find a job when you... So I struggled probably for... A month, month and a half, and then I start working. Um, after that, I've, uh, in a, a restaurant industry, mm -hmm. a lot of the French community works uh, in the restaurant industry. Yeah. So, um, actually, I've met an American um, uh, guy. His name is Scott. He's a great guy, 
And uh, he's the one that introduced me to them and he told me I have to meet those people and yeah. that's how I'm going to find a job. And it, it happened just like he said it will. Yeah. So I'm very grateful uh, I had him. Mm -hmm. It's good, you know, sometimes you meet uh, uh, people that make your life different, particularly if you, when you're in a foreign country. Yeah. So each time I, feed, I, I meet somebody foreigner, I try to do that. To, to help them too, because I've, I've been in those shoes mm -hmm. and it's, it's, it's not easy. You didn't want to get a job in uh, the fashion industry since you had all this history. Um, or did you just choose that because it was easy? I just choose that because it was easy. Okay. Yeah. So when did you start, uh, doing fashion? Cause you're a designer now, right? Uh, I do, I do it as a hobby to be, uh, honest with you. I'm just start doing it now a little bit more since the COVID. Yeah. Um, so, uh, hopefully I can, um, I can do something will happen, make something happen. And what, uh, type of clothing do you design? Um, mostly women clothes. Mm -hmm. Like shirts, skirts and all that shit. Yeah. Dresses. And, uh, lately I've been, uh, upcycling. Uh, upcycling uh, mm. stuff. So, Recycling? Yeah, I buy something vintage or uh, a thrift and uh -huh. then I change uh, I change it. I just, some, I, sometimes I use the fabric yeah. and sometimes uh, I just uh, do some alteration and I make it more moder modern. Uh -huh. So, uh, yeah, I like doing that. Do you have a name for uh, your work or no? No, not yet. Not yet? I'm working on it. You're working on a line? Yeah. <laughs> not on a line but on a name okay that's good um do you think uh how do you think the fashion is in the states is it better than the it paris fashion or it got better it was really bad uh when i got here the fashion well yeah people were not you wouldn't see I, it it felt to me like people didn't really care what they were wearing. Like they I mean, you can say you, you can say Americans don't know how to dress. You can say that. Okay, <laughs> but what I like though about San Francisco is people like would not be afraid to express their style. So yeah. some people would do that to the extreme. And actually, coming from France, it was like refreshing because I was like, oh, you know, maybe I didn't like it, but it, they're expressing themselves. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a form of art, I, I, I believe. You're being so, polite. No, it's true. I mean, I don't think friends, none of these motherfuckers <laughs> know how to dress. You go to Berkeley, it's the worst. You got all yeah, these hippies, hair, yeah. hair everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. They fucking people, these white people are walking around with their kids, looking like uh, like they made clothes out of curtains and well, shit. Well, sometimes the kids are wearing pajamas. They go to school yeah, with I it. Mean, yeah, Berkeley people dress the get. worst. And then San Francisco, it's like. Motherfuckers riding bikes all day and they all sweaty and nasty. And in Oakland, you still got motherfuckers sagging their pants with the dirty oh, ass, yeah. dirty ass underwear and shit, Sean. Yeah, that's I don't like that. So yeah, Paris is like. Yeah, everybody. No it's like um um, as I tell my son, it's part of education. You know, mm -hmm. I try to uh, uh, teach him that that you know you go to places, people are gonna see you. You need to dress like you cannot just like leave. However, yeah. you know, and uh, so I'm trying to teach my son that. Is he into fashion? No, not at all. I mean, uh, he has his own, you know, little style, but um, 
I didn't. Uh, I, I thought I will inspire him uh, more, but yeah. or maybe he's a teenager, so maybe later. Mm-hmm. But right now, no, not really. Okay. Just put a sweatpants and a t-shirt on. Yeah. Yeah. So how is uh, <clears throat> your single? Uh, I mean, fresh off a divorce. When did you get, get divorced? Oh no, that that was two thousand seven. Oh, so that was a long time ago. Uh, so how was how was the dating scene when you became? Well, I didn't really have time after that because my son was uh, three. I think he was three and a half years old. Mm -hmm. So uh, I didn't really have time to date or I didn't have a babysitter. I had to work uh, when I didn't have him. And so it was challenging. Um, So for a while, I didn't date. Um, Then um, when uh, then I I started uh, going out uh, by myself. Because I, I wouldn't a, do that before. That's like, an easy way. Hmm? You met a shit ton of people that first night, didn't you? Uh, well, I already knew the people. Uh. Uh, some people, because I live downtown. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, it's a great way to meet people. <laughs> but at first, I was a little nervous because I didn't want people to judge me. You know, being a woman at yeah. the bar by yourself, they, yeah. you know, they may have some assumption. But uh, I don't really give a shit what people think. Mm-hmm. So. Do you feel uh, men in America are more aggressive than the men in Paris? No. No? No. Okay. They, um, I feel like they're more uh, open. It's easier to make conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't been in France for so long that I don't even know how it is like anymore. Yeah. I mean, well, were you... Uh, and growing up, I just, you go out with your friends, so you don't really meet people. So you didn't date anyone in Paris when you were, I mean, not in Paris, but in your country when you were living? I never lived in, uh, you mean Algeria? Yeah, Algeria. I never lived there. No, not Algeria, but when you were in France, when you were living. Uh, see, I dated, uh, yeah, I dated um, um, somebody for four years. Uh, I think I was 19 or 18. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I had, I had like long uh, relationships. Yeah. Do women in uh, France, um, is it normal for like young women, like young, like girls, like 16 year olds and 15 year olds to date grown men? Is that frowned upon? Because I feel like the women out there, this I, feel, I feel like that, that is not a big deal in other countries, like especially well, in Barcelona. Was, I think it was in my generation. Like p- people would definitely, you know, talk about you or, uh, but uh, maybe now it isn't anymore. Like if you were 16 and you told your dad, hey, I have a, a boyfriend and he's 27. Would, well, I couldn't even tell mad? my dad I had a boyfriend no matter how <laughs> old he was. <laughs> but uh, I don't think he'd be okay with, I mean, I'd, yeah, unless, and, and in my culture, you bring a man at home only if you're going to marry him. Yeah. You don't bring a boyfriend at home. So. Yeah. Okay. I think if I, if I had bring somebody older and I was going to get married, I doubt that it will, you know, it mm-hmm. will, um, um, be against it. Mm-hmm. As long as the guy was serious and. Mm-hmm. But, um, in fact, in my culture, it, it happens a lot that old, older men marry a younger woman. Yeah. So. 
Okay. But uh, growing up, you wouldn't see a lot of it. Mm. I mean, I, I don't think I met anybody uh, uh, that, that that had a relationship with a way older man. I knew somebody, but she was forced to mar- to marriage. Oh, damn. Yeah, that was sad. She just stopped going to school one day. Mm-hmm. And I asked around where she was, and she was married with like an older man, like way older, I think 20 years older. Do you believe in uh, forcing women to no. be married? No, no, no. That's good. No, it's horrible. I feel like also when you, you, you grew up in France, even though you have a different background, you shouldn't be forced to, uh, to do the, um, this kind of thing because your parents actually choose to live in a different country where the culture is different. So I feel like they, they should be more open-minded on uh, what the kids are going to uh, live and experience. Uh-huh. And they, can, they cannot uh, push on them uh, to follow the culture of another country. Mm-hmm. Particularly when it's extreme, like getting married to somebody you don't know, and that's like 20 years old years older than you it's not even about the age like she didn't know um because you know you can fall in love with somebody older or younger yeah but um she didn't know that man that was the the issue it was just a stranger that yeah just popped up yeah he asked her his family for to marry the girl and they accepted so she didn't know him they didn't have a relationship before marriage nothing Uh she was just like taking out of school literally not even, she didn't even stay until the end of the year school. Mm-hmm. She just, they took her out of school. They got, they marry her. And you never saw her again? I did. Um, we don't, we, we, for some reason, I don't know why she, we stopped talking. I mean, I, I wouldn't, I didn't see her for years because I was here too. And one day uh, when I went back visiting my family, I ran into her and we just like kind of like shook, you know, shook our heads. But uh, so you don't know if she's still married to the same. No, guy? she's divorced. I heard uh, she got divorced. Uh, uh, I think when she was um, financially independent, or the kids have grown because she had kids right away. Mm-hmm. She had like two kids right away mm-hmm. after uh, getting married. So, mm. what other uh, things in your culture do you don't agree with? It's most, mostly about, you know, women's rights. Like, women are, are not to that, allowed to do uh, a lot of things. So, mm-hmm. that's mostly uh, my problem with the do you, uh Do you still stay current with uh, things that are going on in France? No. No? Okay. So, if I asked you, like, is there anything that's going on politically in France, you wouldn't know anything about it? No. Okay. You don't care to know? Yeah, I don't. Is and that- <laughs> sometimes I don't actually, I try not to watch the news um, because it's depressing. Yeah. So, uh, so I don't really follow anything that's happened there unless I heard it from my family when I talk to them. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I, I don't follow politics. Do you follow politics in America? No. 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 You're just a... a Same thing. I don't want to... <laughs> just a, a gypsy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and it's been so bad. Like, what would you, I can't watch that. Yeah. Like how, how I'm going to sit there and, and just watch. I mean, it's terrible. You, you should watch a little bit to know what the fuck is going on. 
what, what if, if they come up with a law? Because what? I can, you know, I hear, I talk with my friends. Yeah. So I know a little bit, but. Okay. All right. So who, uh, who are like one of some of your fashion uh, icons that you look up to? Um, I have a few. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't just uh, like one one designer. It depends of the collection they come out with. Sometimes mm. I like it. Sometimes I don't. So, are you into those uh, those high end fashion brands like Gucci and Fendi and all that shit? If I buy it, no, I can afford it, and I think it's it's way. Even if I, I mean, I I don't know. Well, affording it, let's take that out the scenario. But I'm just saying, do you like the way that those yes. shit that shit looks? Yes, some some of it, as I say, depends on the collection. But yeah, I mm. I, I get inspiration from it. Mm. Yeah, I think it looks hideous. Really? Yeah. All of it? All of that shit. Like I just saw uh, an article. I was like scrolling through Instagram, and then someone put up Gucci is coming out with these jeans that look like uh, they got grass stains on them. Oh yeah, no, I didn't see that. You didn't see that? So but they're, as I said, I don't like. They're it. just regular fucking jeans that look like you like were rolling around in the grass and yeah. got a green stain on them, and they're seven hundred dollars. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's why I would never, you know, spend, I don't have designer bags or anything like that. Like, yeah. I think it's so stupid to spend so much money on that. Yeah. And those companies are racist, like a motherfucker anyway. So that's that and it's the people that buy it, they don't even have that much money. The people like, that buy it. Instead of are... buying a car, they go buy a, a Louis Vuitton. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't get it. Save your money, buy a house, invest. I yeah. Don't especially know. black people who buy that shit. They think, they think because they, they just want to buy just a for uh, social status. Yeah, but, it's trendy. But they don't know that these motherfucking designers that design that shit don't even want you wearing their clothes. You know what I'm saying? So, so no, I don't own uh, anything that's like from a designer mm-hmm. unless I f- and it's vintage and uh, I find it. So you're like a thrift store. Girl. Yeah. Do you shop in the hate a lot? No. Um, no. I shop uh, a little bit everywhere, all the thrift stores. What's your, what's your go-to thrift store that you usually go to? Which, which one? Your go-to thrift store. Uh, I like Goodwill. Goodwill? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you go to Goodwill? There's so many like thrift places. I know, but be- also because I used it for the fabric. Uh, you find good shit in the Goodwill? Shit that I repurposed. Oh, okay. Is that shirt from the but Goodwill? But otherwise I do... Um, no, this one is from... Crossroads. Oh, Crossroads. Yeah. Okay. But um, I, um, um, I, I I sell and buy uh, fashion online and used. Uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Where do you sell fashion online at? Poshmark. Poshmark. Yeah. And Mercury. There's two of them. Okay. And you're also making masks currently, right? I am, yes. Is there anything special about your mask that people can say, oh, I'd rather buy your mask? Yeah, because they're comfortable. Okay. Yeah. They have the string in the back, and mm-hmm. it's not elastic. It, it's a, I use a different, oh, I don't have one right now, but mm. I use a different material. It's super comfortable. You don't feel it. Yeah. And um, don't, when you don't wear it, you just can pull it down, wear it around your neck. You don't uh-huh. have to touch it so much. Uh-huh. And, you know, when it's behind the hair, you gotta grab it, put it away, put it back constantly. Yeah. So you don't have to do that with mine, and it's cotton. It's hundred percent cotton, 
So, um, yeah, it doesn't keep the warmth. It lets your skin breathe. So you lost, well you say you lost your, uh, your job, right? Yeah, I lost co- my two this, jobs. This COVID shit? Mm-hmm. I was a bartender and I was waiting on tables. What bar, what bar did you work at? I was uh, wor- working in a French restaurant in San Francisco as a bartender there. It's the name in of Glen it? Park. It's called Le Petit Laurent. Okay. And I was working here downtown Oakland at Mockingbird. Uh, both places shut down. Yep. Yeah, they don't have. Uh, they're not. They don't have plans to reopen since Mockingbird, thing, things are like starting been, to open uh, up. Mockingbird is is a uh, opening for to go only. Uh, so they don't have like outdoor seating or anything. Um, there's a, there's a space that they because uh, they just called closed 13th Street and made some uh, uh, outdoor seatings there. Yeah. But I think they removed everything, uh, all the tables uh, during COVID. Mm. And uh, it's not actually part of the restaurant. So, mm-hmm. but she don't want to do a uh, serving anyway. Anyway, she just want to uh, do takeout. Mm. And that's the same for the other place. Uh, the other place, I don't really know what's going on. Um, I haven't been in. T- it, he, I called him once, and he, he wasn't. He didn't tell me anything about the business. So I just ch- check on him if everything was fine. Yeah. But um, so far, nothing. Mm. What do you think? Uh, do you have any plans on like if shit doesn't? Uh... So um, yes, actually, I'm trying to uh, do. Um, so one thing I'm trying to do is uh, to do um, alteration on clothes. Mm-hmm. Like a fr- uh, be like and a freelance yeah, person. I will do it at home, and I, well, I mean, that. well, this I is. I think it's something people will always need, and uh, yeah, I can build some cus- my customers, and I don't know if it'll be enough but that would be a start mm-hmm. is it uh hard for you right now to be a single uh parent no 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 okay i think it's hard to be a single parent period but you know <laughs> yeah i mean it's hard but is it is it it's extra hard right now because no it's not everything is closed and all that shit no no maybe if my i had a uh a young kid, mm-hmm. but my son is 16, so you know he's pretty independent. Is he back in school? No, no. he's uh, doing school for uh, um, homeschool. How do you feel about homeschool? How do I feel about it? Yes, I, uh, I feel like it's a waste of time because these. I don't like it. I, I don't think he learns as much uh, as being in class. Yeah, and I don't think he can focus as much. Mm-hmm. And I don't pressure, I don't try to, I try not to pressure him too much because, um, um, yeah, it's hard. Like, you know, you're at home for hours in front of the computer. Mm-hmm. So I try to be un- understanding and, um, but at the same time, I need to like motivate him and try to do, you know, push him, try to do better. Mm-hmm. But I, I check on him, um, mostly about, uh, um, you know, how he feels. Like uh, mentally, if he needs support, if he needs to see some friends, because yeah. he, he doesn't see a lot of people. So I, ch- I check on his uh, mental health to make sure everything is okay. And because mm-hmm. it's hard, you know, for all of us. Or uh, do you consider yourself a socialite? Uh, you know what that is? I think so. What do you think that should? What do you think it is? Oh, maybe I'm wrong. 
Okay, I listen to you first. <laughs> no, tell me. I mean, it's just a, it's just a person who like goes out all the time yeah, and fucking knows everybody. So uh, yes, I am. But sometimes I, uh, I'm in social too. Oh yeah. So yeah, I like being by myself a lot, but I need my social time. Uh huh. Which one do you like more? I need both. Equally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What's your favorite uh, places to go to in Oakland? I like uh, the Miranda. It's the Miranda. A, a bar on Broadway. Oh, yes, yes. Across the street from uh, Hello Stranger. Stranger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do you like that place so much? Well, um, I'm very comfortable there. I've been going for a while and... Uh, I know most of the staff. Mm-hmm. So when I get off work uh, from my job in the city, I come here mm-hmm. and uh, I stop there for a bit and then I go home later and sleep. But mm-hmm. I usually can sleep right away after yeah. uh, work. So I stop there. Sometimes I talk, sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily go to talk to people. Just need to wind down before yeah. I go home. Mm-hmm. So I think that's my favorite place, yeah. Sometimes I like to go there for happy hour when I'm not working. Mm-hmm. I always have somebody to chat with if I want to talk. So it's nice. It feels home too. It's comfortable. Okay. All right. Well, uh, this is part of the interview where I can let you promote. It's basically like to promote our... So if you want to tell like the thousands of people who listen to this where they can find you on Instagram, uh, your Poshmark since you're selling clothes, give give that information so they can go buy some shit and yeah, whatever else you want to promote right now. Um, I'm not ready right now to promote foodie, so. Nothing? Well, I can promote my uh, Instagram and my. What if someone wants some masks? What's that? What if someone wants to buy some masks from you? Where do they go? Uh, I don't sell them online yet. No. Okay. Yeah, because I've 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 sold a lot. Just people talking. You slacking. What's that? You're slacking. No, but it it it, they're well made, and it takes me time to make them. So Mm -hmm. um, I've been selling to people I know, and then people they know want some, and um, so there's been enough so far. And I don't know um, um, if I can produce as fast as uh, as I want it. If I start selling it online, that's mm. that's what I wor- I'm worried about because I don't want people to be waiting or anything like that. Yeah. So. Okay. What's, but, uh, what's your Instagram? My Instagram is uh, so it's fashion mood uh, f a how do you call it? the hyphenated m no f a Hyphenated S S H I O N M O O D. Oh, okay. What's your Poshmark? Same. Same? Mm-hmm. And I'm on Mercury too. You're on what? Mercury. Mercury? What's that? It's another website like Poshmark. Oh, to like Except that they, they take only 10%. Poshmark takes 30% out of your sale. So that's. Damn. Yeah. It's capitalism. All right, so, well. I try to do both. <laughs> well, thank you, uh, 
Fatia for blessing me tonight. Um, well, real, thank you for having me. Yes, real interesting uh, to learn about your upbringing in France and your journey in America. And everybody, uh, please go uh, to her Poshmark and purchase something. Support, support uh, this this woman. She's just like you. You know what I'm saying? Struggles and just trying to make it. And this, do you have any last words? I want to say anything to your friends, people in France? In France? In France? Yes. Au revoir tout le monde. C'est un plaisir. Tell everyone in France to listen to this podcast and make it number one in France. Say that, but say it in French. Alors, uh, vous devez absolument écouter every, every, every day celebrity podcast. Mm -hmm. That's the season two. And you should definitely check it out. In French, say it in French. <gasps> oh, that's the wine. <laughs> it should make me uh, speak French though, right? Yes. <laughs> All right, say it again. But in French. Okay. I have to focus. Yes. Alors, euh, euh, regardez et écoutez Celebrity, euh, Everyday Celebrity Podcast. Euh, C'est la saison 2 et euh, abonnez-vous et écoutez. C'est super. Yeah. Well, thank you and au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs> you.